Welcome to the Moms Hustle Different Podcast, where we give moms of color the tools they need to soar in their careers and in motherhood. Welcome to another episode of Moms Hustle Different. I am so glad that you have made the decision to join us today. Um, We interview moms and today we have a great mom lined up for you all. Uh, In my household, uh, things are still a little bit crazy and my toddler has probably learned the iPad (laughs) a lot faster than I expected him to, but hey, it's the life that we're living right now. So I'm grateful that he's still learning his ABCs and his numbers and uh, learning new words, um, but it's just a little bit different. My mama is working. Uh, he is finding ways to occupy himself. So super grateful for that. And I am super grateful for um, a college friend of mine joining us today on the podcast. I'd love for you guys to hear a little bit more about her before um, I uh, go into our interview. Jessica Jones is a wife to Brian, her college sweetheart, working mom to three-year-old Dallas Marie, and COO to a new workout apparatus, the Course Snatcher. Being a Southern millennial mom, Jessica embraced the challenge of wanting it all, wanting to be able to build a successful career, be the best wife and mother, cook, and love. With trying to juggle it all, she had to remember to find time for herself. Learning to balance her time, she was able to take back Uh, some time for herself and really focus on her fitness goal of losing 75 pounds. Jessica was raised in Charlotte, North Carolina. She earned a bachelor's degree in sports management at Winston-Salem State University and her master's in strategic communications with a concentration in public relations at High Point University. All right. Welcome, Jessica, to the podcast. Thanks. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you, but before we start, uh, we always want our guests to have an opportunity to brag on their baby, so I'd love for you to tell us a little more about your little girl. So my little girl, her name is Dallas Marie. She is two years old, about to turn 30, just kidding. Um, She's about to turn three in a few days, actually, and she is amazing she's a perfect perfect combination of me and my husband she looks just like my husband but she's super sassy and bossy like me um she's my little pageant queen so please pray for me in these upcoming three major years <laughs> oh yeah i can't imagine pageants and whew, that's a whole nother thing they gotta have a talent all types of stuff yeah she is she is She walks around with her crown, whether she has one on or not. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect, 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 perfect. Um, So that was great to learn a little more about Dallas and what she's up to. Um, So we're going to gear into our interview. So what I always like to ask our guests is, where were you in your career when you became a mom? So it's really interesting. Uh, When I found out I was pregnant, we were in the middle of transitioning um, from moving from Durham, North Carolina to Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, Right before I got pregnant, I was in a transition of jobs moving from hospitality realm to corporate America. 
And um, I took a leap of faith and moved to Charlotte, stayed with my mom um, until we could sell the house. And then my husband came down. So in the midst of us packing boxes, I was not feeling good. And I found out I was pregnant. So it was probably like terrible timing <laughs> to find out that you're pregnant. Uh, Cause I had just been at the job probably like four months and I was starting this new job, new career. I was going to be over a whole travel program. And then I was finding out I was going to be a new mom. So it was kind of scary. Yeah, I could imagine. What was it like telling your you know, supervisor that you were going <laughs> to be going on leave soon? Oh, my God. I was so nervous because I had just started. And um, I waited as long as I could <laughs> to tell them that I was pregnant. And it was just nerve wracking. I just had to boss up like, all right, I'm just going to walk in here. Let them know I'm pregnant. There's nothing they can do about it anyway. So they're just going to have to get over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I went in there. I was like, hey, FYI, I'm pregnant. And he was like, oh, wow. Like, uh, congratulations. Um, all right. Well, we got to figure out a plan on how to cover you while you're out. So like that was the immediate next question. That's good. That's a good way to look at it, to go into it and be like, okay, well, I'm going to just do it. And then they're it just like, so, all right, let's come up with a plan. It's so scary though. Yeah. <laughs> as much as you know, they can't do anything. It's still like a weird feel, like fear that something could possibly happen. Well, you know they can't, but you just yeah. feel that way. Like you're disappointing them or letting them down. Yeah. So like as you were, you know, finishing up, like as you went from pregnancy into um, having Dallas, like where were you, like in your career, kind of how did you feel? Um, were you excited to go back to work or were you wishing that you could stay home longer? It was definitely a mixed bucket of emotions. Um, like I, you know, when you first have your child, can't believe you've created this beautiful little bundle of joy. It's just like the most amazing gift and you've never felt so much love. And then you get all those sleepless nights and you are just worn out like a zombie. Um, Cause I breastfed, so like breastfeeding and feeling like a cow because you're pumping constantly. Yeah. Um, you kind of lose yourself a little bit um, during that first three months of having a baby. Like you're literally a walking zombie and your life has completely changed. So I was really excited kind of to get back to work. So I was like, oh my God, it's a little bit of myself coming back, a little bit of normalcy I'm breaking back into. I'm so excited. But then it was also a fear like, oh my God, I'm, this, who is going to be watching my child? What are they going to be doing? Are they going to miss me? Are they going to cry? So it was definitely a mixed bucket for sure. Yeah. So how was that transition back into work? I was excited. So I came back in full swing, um, but breastfeeding and being on that schedule definitely slowed me down. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then it was more of a priority to me. So before having the baby, I would work very long hours. Um, Like I would get in at like 7.45, wouldn't leave to her like 6 or 6.30 because I would just work, work, work. Uh, but when I had the baby, I was firm on, all right, I will see y'all around 8 o'clock and I am leaving at 4.30 and like, that's it. Yeah. So it definitely made me prioritize my family for sure. Yeah, that, 
it does change because you're like, you know what? I don't want to get home so late that by the time you get home, your baby is about to go to bed. Exactly. <laughs> you don't get to see them. You're like, I didn't see you all day. And then you just, when I see you, I'm going to give you something to eat and put you in bed. Like, I need a little bit of time. Yeah, it it's helpful. And then, I mean, it's good to stand firm. Like, were people open to that? Like, did people understand why you wanted to stay firm on your new schedule and your new normal? I didn't give them a chance for them to feel any type of way. Because yes. <laughs> I just was like, this is what it is. Like, I will be home. I will have my computer, like my phone on if there's an emergency. Um, because in my business realm, it's kind of like a 24 hour business. So if there's like a world crisis or some kind of uh, weather disaster and it affects travel, I have to be online because I'm in charge of like all the travelers at the company. Mm. So my phone will be on. If it's an emergency, I will answer it. But if it is not, and I feel like it can wait until tomorrow, then that's what's going to happen. Uh, and so I just kind of set that ground rule, that ground rule, like really firm. That's good. That's awesome. So at that point, like what was next? Like, how did you continue to evolve in your career? Uh, so I think being a mom also made you, made me a little bit fearless. Um, Cause when I was there, I stayed at that company about two years and I felt like I was building a lot of things at the company, saving the company a lot of money, and I wasn't getting the respect that I needed. So I would go in and say, hey, I feel like there's more I can do. Um, I want to see me evolve, and they weren't willing to do that. So I wasn't afraid to jump to another company, and that's exactly what I did. That's awesome. I mean, I like that, like what you said, being a mom made me fearless. Um, you You feel like, you know, they said that gives you superpower strengths, like when you have a child and they're possibly in trouble. It, yeah. just, it made me feel like I have to provide, not necessarily I have a husband, he provides, but I want to feel like I'm a major con- contributor to this relationship. Mm-hmm. And it also, you know, it's something that you want your daughter to see in you as well. Um, whatever fearless looks like, you know, for you. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Like I, and I know that at the same time um, that you've also been uh, a huge part of starting your own family business. So at what point, like in this career journey, did that come about? So we actually took the big jump. My husband got a job offer after I got that new job. He got a job offer in Ohio. So we moved from Charlotte to Ohio. I was able to transition that new job to Ohio. Um, and like right when we were leaving, my mom came up with this brilliant idea. Um, it's kind of like fitness apparatus where you could work out with not putting a lot of pressure on your joints, but really focus on that core area. Um, and so right when I was leaving, she came up with the idea and we kind of started from there. So it was hard because I was moving from being close to my family and then we're also starting this business. Mm. Like, so you're moving, you're still <laughs> starting a new job. You're starting a new company with your mom <laughs> in a new state. And it was, it was crazy. And I had a new baby like Dallas yeah. just turned one when we moved. Wow. 
<laughs> so it was a lot going on at one time. Yeah, I could imagine. Like, what helped you to be able to keep as many balls up at one time? Well, honestly, at some point I was failing myself. I was letting, I kept being a wife up, I kept being a mom up, I kept working up, but myself was not a priority for a little while. And uh, it took maybe a year for me to realize like I had really let myself go, like mentally and physically, like I was just not myself. And so like, yeah, I prioritized working and being a great mom, being a great wife, making sure dinner was ready every night by six o'clock, making sure the house was clean. Like I was running myself ragged, staying up late, making sure I could do stuff for the family business, but I was not prioritizing myself. And I had to really stop and take a look in the mirror and be like, girl, that is not you. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Like, so what, like, was it a particular moment that you realized, oh shoot, what has happened? Honestly, it was a picture. Mm. <laughs> it was yeah. simply seeing myself. Like, it's weird how your mind tricks you, like looking at yourself in the mirror. It's yeah. not the same as seeing yourself in a picture. Mm. And we took my daughter to Disney World for her birthday when she turned two. And we took a family picture at Disney World and I had on like t-shirt and shorts. And then my mom sent me the picture because she took it with her phone. She sent me the picture. And I was like, who is that? Like, that is not me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, that is what you look like, girl. I told you you was leaving, you're letting yourself go. And I was like, what? Mm. Like, I could not believe that that was me. Yeah. And I was like, girl, you got to do something because this is not it at all. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, it is like when you, sometimes that's what it takes. It takes some kind of moment and a picture will do it. Oh my, It'll it burst like, my oh, whole little bubble. Girl, it broke me all the way down. <laughs> mm. So like, so what did you do from there? Like what, like how did you begin to take action from there to try to, find yourself again well it was kind of I think I took extreme measures yeah (laughs) the first step I was like well clearly like I hadn't lost all the bait like I didn't lose none of the baby weight it was just sitting on there and growing and I'm like okay she's now two it's no longer an excuse for me to keep saying well I just had a baby (laughs) yeah and the weight is still here. It's two years later. She's a whole like talking now. And I'm still talking about baby weight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I have to do something drastic because I've always struggled like up and down with my weight. And I was like, I can't do this by myself. So I went and found a nutritionist. That was my first step. I took a um, so I took all these like nutritional, um, nutritional classes. I really started following, um, different Instagram, um, influencers who like had changed their lives or had eat, um, healthy eating habits or were working out. So I just started following different people on Instagram so I could see different images. Yeah. Um, I talked to my nutritionist a lot. I went to the classes and workshops they had, and then I started prioritizing working out. Um, so I'm extreme. I wake up at 4 a.m. in the morning because everybody sleep. And so I call that my me time and I go to the gym and I 
also changed all the eating habits. So almost everybody in my house is keto now <laughs> because that is how I eat. So yeah. if I'm cooking, that's what you're going to eat. Ooh, 4 a.m. workouts. Girl, it's, it's the truth. <laughs> oh, man. I know I didn't want to lose that evening time with her. I felt like that yeah. would not be fair. Um, and I felt like the morning was the only time that it doesn't interrupt anybody and take away my time from anybody. That's real. That's real. And I mean, if when you start to enjoy like what you're doing and all that type of stuff, it makes it something that you can look forward to versus always dread. Yeah, for sure. Like I get upset when I don't get to go to the gym now. Like it's a weird mental change that I had to do. And then also we started this family business around a workout product. I can't be super fluffy in the workout pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it was like, all right, something's got to give. I can't help promote this product. And I'm looking like I never even touched it. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely want to be the best ambassador, I guess, that you can be towards it. And it helps when you can, you know, show a healthy lifestyle. Exactly. Results. And, it, and it's not like super extreme. Like I'm not on no 500 calorie diet or anything crazy. I still eat, still have some cheat days, but it's a, it was definitely a life change. So did you find like with 4 a.m. workouts and everything else is still like the same in regards to still having to work, you're still a wife, you're still a mom, you still are part of this family business, like working out added something to your plate. So how do you, like, do you feel like the working out gives you some of the energy to get through and the eating habits and stuff gives you the energy? to get the things done that you need to get done throughout the day? I think the working out was such a benefit for me because it's kind of like therapy in a sense that you can go out and all the stress and tension that you have, like meeting deadlines at work or the pressure to make sure your child looks presentable when they go out and they're learning how to spell their name and all that pressure or making sure you're being an excellent wife to your husband and supporting them through whatever they're going through. The gym was my time to release all of that. Cause a lot of times as women, we kind of bear it all. <laughs> yeah. And we don't really have that same outlet um, that our husbands do because we take on the, you know, I like to say that my husband is the head, but I'm the neck. I control. And we, we, we carry the head. And so a lot of times we don't have anything to kind of carry us. And so the gym was a good release for me because I felt like whatever stress I had or tension, I could just run it out or I could push it out on a weight, like whatever. It was, it was super helpful. So it helped get my mind right to be able to tackle everything else. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes total sense. Um, because that's the thing. I know a lot of us as moms, we're just like, you look at the list of the things that need to get done or the things that you would like to do in a perfect world. And just like, okay, so I got 24 hours. And tell right. me I got to have this much sleep. <laughs> like, right. how do we do this again? I will say being a mom, it definitely breaks you down and builds you back up. And you can either lose the fight or you can win it. And I refuse to lose it. Yeah. So like, 
as you have, you know, been a part of this mom journey for the past three years, what would you, um, what tips would you give like another mom about balancing work, balancing entrepreneurship, balancing life, et cetera, with being a mom? Um, I definitely would say use your calendar. <laughs> yeah. I am a strong component of using your calendar. I like to plan out everything, put alarms in there, set timers um, or reminders. Um, even like lists are really good. I'm really like, I'm a visual person. So if I can write it down and cross it off to see that it's physically been taken care of, that's super helpful. Um, if you can plan out things, that's really well. Like I, in a perfect world, I would be able to meal prep dinner and have it all prepped on Sunday, but that doesn't happen. <laughs> but at least like pulling out the meat and letting it thaw out so you have an idea of what you want to do will kind of help you throughout the week. Um, and then also make sure to take time for yourself. So I know my mom is like super Southern, super old school. And she always freaks out when I'm like, oh, I'm going on a girl's trip. Oh, I'm going on a girl's weekend. And she's like, we don't, when I was growing up, we didn't do those kind of things. You stay home with your family. And I'm like, it is imperative for my mental sanity that I have at least like, and I don't go often. It's like literally every three months or. Yeah, like once a quarter. Once a quarter, I might go on a girl's trip or not even a girl's trip. I might go meet a friend for wine somewhere. And that, that fulfills my, this is me. Like I'm an actual person for a second. <laughs> like don't lose yourself in being a mom because you have to stay strong. So you're a priority. So just taking some time out, whether it's going to get your nails done or I make sure I go get my hair done. That is my time. Prioritizing that there is something for yourself so that you can keep yourself sane. That's real. Um, I know one of the things that I've been telling people that I'm trying to dedicate myself to, and I think I have until the end of this month to make it happen, um, is to have a like quarterly movie date with myself mm -hmm. um, because like you don't get to go to the movies especially when you have a toddler like <laughs> it's just not just not gonna work especially not an adult movie so it's like all right I need to take a day off or whatever it is that I need to do so that I can just go to the movies watch something that I wanted to see before it gets on Netflix or some other <laughs> like HBO or whatever else. It's like, all right, we gotta, I gotta see a movie. Um, so that's one of the things I know that I've been trying to incorporate into my me time. Oh, and then also don't forget about hubby. Like if you are, if you do have a hubby, it's important to make sure you have time for them. I know yeah. that that was like a weird thing at the beginning. Because you, when you're a new mom, you dedicate a lot of time to your baby, <laughs> and you don't want your spouse to feel left out, uh, or not envious, but you know, they, they feel like, dang, all that time used to be mine, and now I feel like you just focus on that baby, making sure that they are a part of the process, as well as they're getting their special time, too. Yeah, and that's true. It It can definitely be a tough thing to balance because I know a lot of times us as moms we're looking at 
especially these young kids, like they can't help, you know, they can't help it. They need me. They need me. You grown. Like you can make your own food. You got you grown. You can talk. You can figure it out. This baby can't. Mm-hmm. It's so tough, but sometimes it's like, all right, let me, you know, watch something, you know, sit and watch TV or you know, whatever it is, doing that um kind of helps to realize like, all right there's still a priority too. For sure. And then now that Dallas is like toddler, I feel more comfortable getting babysitters and making sure like we have date nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That babysitter thing. It's especially like, so how do you do that um, being kind of away from home and away from your family? Oh, that was so hard because we were up here by ourselves for a while. And then I have a whole nother I guess later to mine, my mother-in-law actually moved in with us. Oh. <laughs> um, but she, she, you know, she still is young and sassy, so she needs her own time. So she wasn't going to be babysitting every time that we want to basically test out daycares. And her teacher was amazing. Dallas fell in love with her teacher. And we asked her to she babysit, and she did. So we were locked in with the babysitter. So we use her all the time i'm so thankful god put her in our life because we needed a babysitter because that's tough to find yeah i mean when you have um you know that opportunity to have a babysitter um especially when you're not always around family um it's super helpful for sure if not she would have been on all our little dates I know, right? We're like, all right, you sit there. Right. All right, sushi. <laughs> hmm Probably wouldn't even mind. No, she probably wouldn't. Um, so I'd love for um you to share more about Core Snatcher for anybody that might um be interested and um more about uh anything that you want our audience to know um, for Moms Also Different? Sure. Well, I'll do a little bit more about my family business. The name is Core Snatchers. Um, it's about it's a fitness apparatus where you lay down and you kind of bounce on this machine. It helps target that lower ab area, um, those muffin tops, the love handles, all that back fat. Like, it's like the easiest way to work out. Um, it was pretty cool. We went through the patenting process. Uh, we were uncontested, so there's no product out there like it. Um, it's really difficult to get a patent, and we did, so I'm super happy about that. Um, going through the trademark process, finding manufacturers, finding engin- structural engineers. Um, we ended up getting our product, um, product manufactured in China, so then dealing with the transportation and the tariffs. Um, so just staying consistent and not getting frustrated when it takes a little longer um, because that was not our full-time job. We both had full-time jobs. I have a family, I have a husband. Um, So it was going to be a part-time labor of love and just dedicating that time to that. So if you have your mom and you have a dream or a passion and you want to start a business, don't be afraid to do it. It might take longer than you think, but don't get frustrated. Um, just kind of put baby steps 
just keep hacking at it and eventually something will pop off. So how can people find Core Snatcher? Yes, we are on Facebook and Instagram. Just type in Core Snatcher. Um, and then we also on YouTube as well. So if you just, you're curious and you want to see what it looks like, check us out. We'd love for you to try the product. That's awesome. I mean, that all of those things of trying to go through that process without having had that experience before is definitely commendable um, for you and your family to figure out how to get a patent, trademarks, dealing with um, country, you know, manufacturing outside of the country. Like that's huge. And they don't make it easy. (laughs) I'm sure they don't make it easy i'm sure like i told my mom we need to sit down and like write uh like not a book but kind of like a process like if you have an idea and you want to like go through it this is all the things you have to do in order to achieve that that's a good idea telling you we're gonna all hold you to that hear that mom such a different crowd we need to hold i got lots lots of ideas but not lots of time (laughs) yes we talked about that we know but that sounds like that's a good idea um and i mean i really um you know appreciate you being on the podcast is there anything else that you would like to share with our audience yes i would just say don't forget yourself i know it's hard when you're a mom putting everybody before yourself but you are a priority and you need to make sure that mentally and physically you are the best you. Um, so without you being strong, your family can't be strong. So make sure to put yourself first. That's good advice. Um, and I hear that and receive that <laughs> as well. Girl, take it. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much, Jessica, for being on the podcast. Um, We really appreciate it and just hearing your journey um, and the things that you've accomplished as a mom and the things you've been working towards um, as a mom uh, is really cool. And I um, definitely am glad that you were able to be on the podcast today. Thank you so much. And I'm so appreciative that you've asked me and that you've actually started this because it's great for moms to have a network and a reference to make them feel like they're not alone because there's so many about of us out here going through this. I'm so appreciative that you're doing this and I'm proud of you and I cannot wait to hear all of the amazing interviews you do. Thank you so much. Wow. And that was another episode of the Moms Hustle Different podcast. I'm so excited to have had Jessica on the podcast and for her sharing um, about her story, sharing how she uh her weight loss journey sharing her career journey sharing about how she's helping um her family develop a business uh it's just really inspiring so i hope you guys enjoy our conversation just as much as i did um and i will put her information in the show notes but Uh, If you enjoyed what you heard, I would truly appreciate it if you could uh, rate our podcast on your chosen platform and send us a review. 
would truly appreciate it. It helps others to know that this podcast is worth listening to. So if you could do that, that would be great. If you have any questions or you want to reach out to me, I'm Moms Hustle Different on Instagram. And I'm also at um, Brenda at MomsHustleDifferent.com is my email. Uh, and you can also find other episodes at MomsHustleDifferent.com. So with that, I thank you so much and I hope you have a great day. See you next time.